Hello, my name is Wouter Bernhardt and I'm standing here in front of the Humboldt Institute for Internet and Society. And I'm here to interview the very first guest of this brand new podcast, a podcast produced by the Humboldt Institute, or HIG in short. Now, together with the HIG and its researchers, I'll be diving deep into a world of coding, rating, nudging and filtering, asking questions on how our digital society works and what the future might look like. Now, how's this going to work? Well, every month we'll release two episodes. One episode, the insider, will be me interviewing one of the researchers of the HIG. They will tell me about their research and introduce me to a specific digital theme. And then in the second episode, the outsider, it will be one of the researchers themselves conducting an interview with somebody in their field. So the podcast will be sort of an insider-outsider kind of a thing. I hope you're all excited. This is Exploring Digital Spheres. Here we go. In this introductory episode, I'll be speaking with associate researcher Rieke Meyer. The expertise of Rieke Meyer is in user-generated content and hosting platforms. And together we'll be speaking all about remixes. What is a remix? Who makes them? And how are they regulated? Maybe you can first explain to me who you are and uh, what you're actually doing here. I, my name is Rika. I am a copyright researcher. So I've worked at the Institute for a bit over three years and I did research on copyright, creative uses, hosting platforms, user rights, um, how all that plays together. It's a very complex field <laughs> and very disputed. <laughs> Where do you, uh, how do you explain this to um, your family members who constantly ask you, how is your research going and what do you do again, something with internet? Um, well, I tell them it's about user-generated content and remixes, which most people know what that is at this point, and under which conditions they're allowed under copyright law. Maybe you can um, immediately dive in and tell me what a remix actually is. The only way I know what a remix is is because um, like a remix of a song or something like that, and that's where I get the terms from. Well, what does it mean, a remix in our internet society? It, it's true that it means different things for different people and people who are really in a diff, in a specific genre kind of understand in music it's something very specific. But generally you could say it's a combination of pre-existing material to form a new work. When we talk about something, of course you're interested in your research is a lot about things like YouTube and things that people post on the internet. Um, do you have any idea of how much of it is sort of original content and how much is more like a remix of some sort? I think actually on those big platforms like Facebook, YouTube, the vast majority actually is just one-to-one -one uploads. Um, but nevertheless, you have to remember that it's hundreds of hours per minute of video that get uploaded to YouTube. So even if it's just a fraction that's like transformative remixes, the absolute number must be huge. Now, one of the big debates concerning remixes and copyright is the debate around filtering. With so much material being uploaded, hundreds of hours of material every minute, how do you make sure that everybody is playing according to the rules? How do you make sure that people don't steal each other's content? At this stage, I'd like to introduce the increasingly controversial content ID filter. 
But let's talk a little bit about the filtering because I'm, I'm really excited about that or, or interested in about that. The idea that there is something out there um, that independently from us decides, a computer program of some sort decides what is allowed and what is not allowed. Um, maybe taking YouTube as an example, could you maybe explain a little bit about how this content ID filter works? What, they ha what you need to have for a filter is you need to have a reference database. So basically they have a database of all kinds of movie clips and, and song clips and whatever. And so when someone uploads something, you know, it's transformed into kind of a numerical um, value, into a hash value. And then it gets compared to this big database that they have. And, when, and so it's only checked whether it's a match, you know, does this content match something that's in the reference database? And if it does, the rights holder gets, you know, a little notification, like, bing, bing, we found your, we found a match. What do you want to do with it? So then they can, on YouTube, they can then decide whether they want to monetize it, so put ads in front of it, and then they get the revenue and not the uploader. Or they can block it globally or for a specific country, I think. Which, from the get-go, doesn't sound so bad. You upload something that isn't yours, computer says no, filters it out then why are these filters causing such a debate? Well, the problem is that they can only recognize whether it's a match. And that's just not the only thing that's important in evaluating whether something is a copyright infringement. So one, the first step is to, to say something was copied, which then that's clear. Okay. But then you need to think in a second step, is there a justification for copying it? Does the user have a right to copy this, to use it as a quote, to use it as a parody? Um, or in the U.S. to use it as a fair use, it's called. So that the machine or the algorithm can't do. And failing to see a remix as a parody or a criticism or a quote can and actually has had some nasty side effects. There's many examples of users seeing their content being demonetized or even worse, having their content blocked or completely deleted. Is there any hope in the future that we get a computer program that sees the difference between just plain copying and actually context? Because I think context is what it's all about here. The idea that uh, a computer isn't able uh, at the moment to say, hey, I know this is the match that you have in your database, but actually it's a parody, which is, it seems like a parody is very difficult to explain to a computer. Is there any filters that we have in the future that might be able to do that? I mean... A filter that's looking for matches is not going to be able to do that ever. It's a really difficult question, you know, where lawyers disagree. Uh, I don't know where artificial intelligence is going to take us. You would have to talk to someone way more uh, knowledgeable in that field. I think for the like near distant future, it, at least it doesn't look like it's going to be reliable. That was Rieke Meyer talking about remixes and filtering. In the next episode, researchers Amelie Held and Clara Iglesias-Keller will be discussing fake news and how it has the potential of influencing elections like those in Brazil last week. More information on all of these projects you can find on the website of the Humboldt Institute, hiig.de. This was Exploring Digital Spheres. My name is Wouter Bernhardt. Catch you on the flip side.